We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. This is Rams Uncensored with Matt Herrera. Just learn how to roll with the punches, bro. Brian Joano. You're just a bunch of little bitches. Tommy Avance. I look like the staple of Marshmallow Man right now. And Mark Luhan. I tried to get Russ to join us last minute here, but he's ghosting. You have now entered the danger zone. I'll give you a virtual hug, too. Hey, you guys see Cup's little brother got signed today? Kettner? I did. Yeah, Kettner Cup. What's his name? Kettner. Yeah. Kettner Cup. Man, the parents yep. hated that. They, they, they are a cute couple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a zinger. <laughs> you know, you know the thing is, is the, those guys don't look anything alike. I saw, I saw a video of Kettner signing no. a contract, and uh, right. Cooper, Cooper's like the albino. Yeah, the little brother's adopted for sure. I don't know. The dad's got dark hair too. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know me and my brother don't look anything like either. Or or maybe or maybe he's just the Jason Kidd of the family. Yeah, I mean, it just depends too. Like I look like my mom, my brother looks like my dad, we don't look anything alike. I couldn't tell you I'm an only child. Oh, I could tell. Matt, do you have crackhead teeth like your brother? I got <laughs> I mean I got some chipped teeth. My front two teeth are a little chipped, but not that oh, so, so so you're saying it runs in the family? Nah. You got a chip tooth, man. I just spent four grand at the dentist two weeks ago. Boy, you better get your shit together. Dude, I ain't gonna pay that. That's a ripoff. Yeah, they were like, Oh, we can fix that. Yeah, it's really not that bad. And they see my nah. my bottom row of teeth, they're all crooked. And they're like, Oh, here, here, Invisalign. Here, check this out. Yeah, thanks. But no thanks. I'm cool. You're like, dude, I'm already married. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Will Ferrell, look at that guy. He, he's got some fucked up teeth, but he's in fucking the movie industry, so he's all right. Yeah, I'm talking with Derek's voice tonight. Am I? Yeah. At least you don't oh, yeah. sound like a giant. Let's give Dean a call first. Yeah, what are we going to talk to him about? Is it Dean, right? <laughs> Is it Dean? Yeah, it's Dean or Denny. I'm it's not sure. It's spelled D-E-N-E. I, I don't know if it's pronounced Dean or Denny. So we're going to find out. Or De- or or Denny. Or Denny. There's the third pronunciation. Rams uncensored. How's it going, man? Is it Danny or Denny? Uh, I'm I'm sorry. It's Dean. Like, Dean. Okay, so it is Dean. Okay. Dean. Yeah, that's. I, I'll count that as your first rip of the night. There we go. All right. <laughs> and feel free to rip. And... <laughs> uh, it's my dad's fault. So, yeah, I, I totally understand. Everybody pronounces it wrong. But it makes sense. I mean, right? Like, the E makes the E oh, yeah, say dude, its name. I, teachers and everybody growing up, it was just Danae or Denny. Or what's your, I, you know, it's torture. It should just be D-E-A-N at this point. <laughs> All right. Give me your brother's phone number so we can give him this guy a call, too. Nick, right, is his name? Yep. Hey, Nick. What do you mean? What do you mean? Is his name Nick? <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't given your guys' podcast a listen yet, but these guys, Tommy was telling me and and Brian, they were giving, educating me a little, but we, we were asking your brother his name because your name's Nick, right? And then his is... Yeah. We, we, I had to ask him, what is it, Danae? Is it? And then he broke, it, <laughs> broke the news to us. Just Dean. Yeah, it's just Dean and Nick. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it Danny or is it Z? <laughs> you stupid dick. <laughs> Whatever. Oh goddammit. That's my my whole oh, life. Here we go. <laughs> it's late over there in, in the what you got New Jersey, New York in your in your Twitter bio. Not to be snooping, creeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on the East Coast. Next in Brooklyn. Um I'm actually in Jersey, but I'm back and forth from from uh, Jersey into the city, so um, yeah, we're we're kind of all over the place on the East Coast, but we would ra- much rather be in LA because it's fucking late over here. <laughs> what made you guys Rams fans? Then you guys are all the way over there on the East Coast. How did you guys happen to fall in love with the Rams? I know, and we've always been on the East Coast too, which is nuts. Um, so our dad was just a, such a passionate fan through everything. Like he just he kind of just groomed us in Rams gear. And, you know, it was really much real, very much of like a family thing as to where like, you know, the three of us would just kind of hang out and watch the games. Um, and then, you know, once they won, I was 
six years old and Nick was Nick, how old were you? Four, five? So we were five. you know, we were little we were little kids right. when they won the that's, Super Bowl. But you know, you you know, you very much more so just fall in love with the fact that, you know, your team is relevant, your team's on T V and you know, it, it feels like um you know, you feel like you're part of something too. And there was such a disconnect too, living in that, in the area. And everybody was such a huge Eagles fan. So it felt like it was our own thing on the East coast. Nobody else is a Rams fan. Um, our, our grandfather is a massive Eagles fan. So he kind of would always just give a shit for like in the Rams, but it just, it became <laughs> like this, it became this combative thing where it, all these Eagles fans would come at us and say, well, why the hell do you live here? Like, this is not like where you should be. You should be in, in, in St. Louis or go, you know, follow your team. And it just, it very much felt like, no, this is us versus the world. Like we're going to stay go. put, like we're going to, you know, we're going to stay Rams fans. Nothing's ever going to change on our end. So I don't know. That's just kind of, I've always felt like, um, you know, kind of who cares about what, what other people are thinking too. Cause if you like a team and it's part of a family thing, you just kind of keep it going. Eagles fans are also just like the worst people. So it was really easy to be like, fuck the Eagles, go Rams. Oh, gosh. <laughs> although, although, you, although when you said that, you kind of sounded like an Eagles fan. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm way better because I'm not. All right? Granted. <laughs> I'm a Rams fan. Nikki and, and Philadelphia accent, I guess. I was going to say, he just kind of has that Philly accent. <laughs> what the, I don't have an accent. The only accent I I have is from Rams country. I have to ask you guys about this the Shane Gray interview. Ask, ask away, please. Bring it. Well, is it is it true that he can bench five hundred pounds at two hundred and forty pounds? I think that's such a fucking myth. That can't actually be true. No, yeah, I can. I got a buddy who's shorter than me. He's like five three. He does weightlifting competitions. So, and he's been doing it for eight years now and he holds california records he's like i said he's shorter than me but he's probably 225 and maybe what three percent five percent body fat and he how much is he putting up he puts up on the bench he's got at least like the videos he shows he has four plates on both sides when he's benching i mean that's not that much that's what that's like three something that's like three something that's his warm-up though and that's when he's you know he doesn't have a spotter and he's doing it in his morning warm-up in his garage at five five o'clock maybe well, Matt, the i feel like you should be able to do it <laughs> dude these I mean, boobs, I mean, these boobs don't I've got never that much seen, power bro <laughs> i've never seen shane bent 500 pounds but i have seen him uh post workout videos and he's a pretty strong dude I wouldn't doubt it. He's a pretty big guy too. Yeah. yeah, if you've ever seen if you've ever seen Shane's Instagram, it's all about being a meathead and nothing to do with his Twitter page and you'll see it and be like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I gotta follow Shane on Instagram. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> it's the best follow of your life. He's gonna Hulk smash. I love how he wouldn't tell his age either. He's just such a mystery man. I love that he uh he <laughs> Well, he, I mean, he kind of gave it away. I mean, we we threw numbers out there, and he was like, "Yeah, right, right about there." We pretty much yeah, answered right, the question. Right. Early thirties. I, I just listened to the episode. I thought it was hysterical. He went. He you guys think exactly, last but episode? he gave it away. Yeah. What do you guys think of uh, the last couple of episodes? 
I listened to the one with, uh, I just listened to your most recent one. Um, I love, I was just talking with Alexis too, because I think she's, she's pretty good too. And um, the interview I thought she gave was good. And just, I don't know, with, with Shane too, I was just cracking up for the first 20 minutes, just him talking about his life. And then when you, you know, when you dig into like the hostility with the St. Louis fans and how everybody hates Cronky, like that's some good organic, like Rams conversation too. So, oh, yeah. you know, it felt like, uh, yeah, it felt like you guys, you know, it, you really dug into him a little bit too. And he sounded like towards the end, he was having a good time. So I enjoyed um, that episode in, in full too. So I thought it was pretty good. So I'm just going to refer to you as Rams brothers, because that's your podcast. Um, I do have a question when did you start actually following the team? Were they still in LA? Were they in St. Louis? And then how did you feel about the move? Yeah. So St. Louis, I was in, and, ahead, and we loved the move because, because we were from Jersey. So it was like, just like, we didn't, it's not like we were from Missouri and our, like this team was like leaving us and they said that they were going to stay. And I was actually moving to LA as they were going to LA. So it was, it was perfect for me. I was like, Holy shit, this team is playing. I just got into USC. So they were literally playing at the school I was attending. So it was, I walked to games. It was like, it, it was like the fucking planet aligned. It was this awesome time in my life. And uh, so wait, back you, why are you back? Year. I just got a, a, I'm working for a TV show and they're shooting in Brooklyn. Um, so that's kind of, I just went to, went to where they were shooting. Um, but I'm, I might be back in LA when this job's over. So uh, if I am, I'll, uh, I'll have to be there in person next time and uh, show you who can really bench the moats, which is me, which Ooh. is going to be me. Yeah. Yeah. How much can you bench? Well, I'm a lean 180 pounds Peach. soaking wet. And then yeah, my max bench. <laughs> I did a, I did two seventy five oh. last time as my max. That's not bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, with a lot of help. Uh, no, no. Like, I mean, I've never, I've, I've, I've never, I've never maxed as an adult. But I mean, I used to do sets of two twenty five unsupervised. So I'm sure I could probably put up that. Oh, Brian, over here, Spartan warrior. Here we no, go. I'm just just saying it. Just saying in general, like I I always go to the gym alone, so not, I don't ever have anybody spotting me. Tommy's getting all mad yeah. in the corner because he's like, I look like the state puff marshal on man. <laughs> I didn't know the state puff marshmallow man weighed 240. Well, I mean, it is all fluff. <laughs> I haven't worked out consistently in eight years because I can give a rat's ass about the gym. I just started working out again last week, and I fucking hate it. I worked out my whole life. It's fucking boring, but you got to stay alive. Right? I got a fucking seven-month-old I got I to gotta stay in shape now because I got a son for once at 40, and when he graduates... High school, I'll be like 59, so that'll be fun. So you guys are all all LA guys, right? Yeah, yep. us three are. Mark's yeah, Arizona. Very, like, various. Does anyone give a fuck about the Warriors right now, or not even? Is that like not even close to anybody's team? We give them. We give a fuck if they lose. 
<laughs> Look, I, I think the team is a fun team to watch, but right. if I gave a shit, it'd be about the Lakers. So I don't know. I'm kind of rooting for Portland just a little bit, just because fucking they're not that good. And what if they make the fucking finals? Are you guys Knicks fans? I feel, uh, I I feel like the Rams kind of have a hopefully a lot of similarities with Golden State. I mean, just honestly, colors alone, and I kind of see like, I don't know. I mean, how awesome would that be if if we were that team? Because we just got the stars and we got the talent, and it it is California, it is the Golden State. Um, but I don't know. I would, I kind of like it. They're just so good; it's hard not to like them. They're so talented. Well, I get I get where you're going with it, but you know. But you got to look at it. It's hard to keep that talent in place like you can in the NBA. Yeah. Because the NBA, you only have five players. I mean, you got a 53 man roster in football. So it's a lot tougher to keep those players around. Yeah. You don't got seven game series to get to beat the team best of seven. Yeah. The Warriors just took the lead, by the way, for the first time, I'm pretty sure, all night 84 82. I call a sweep. Nah, probably get one at home, probably. So no, if no, the no. Warriors win, if the Warriors win the championship this year, how many in a row would that be? Would that be four? Three, three, because they lost three. the one in the middle. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Ugh. But that would be four in five years. Yeah. And if the Patriots go to the Super Bowl again this year, that'll be their fourth straight in attendance. Appearance, right? Yeah. So getting disgusting. They let, will tie the bills. Let me let me ask the Rams brothers a question. I want to take you guys back to the Super Bowl. Um, how long did it take you guys to get over the loss? And I'm wondering if you guys happened to watch any of the the post production stuff, like the inside the NFL. Uh, I forget what that what that name is of the show, but like they had an hour show for the Super Bowl. Um, and did you watch any of that stuff after? Were you guys or were you guys? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, I think it was like behind the mic or whatever it was. Right, uh, right, right. Yeah, the inside the NFL stuff. Yeah, I, I just remember specifically like the beginning of it when Belichick is looking up, um, you know, at the way that the stadium is closing up, and he's concerned about the way that the stadium's going to close in the shadows, and McVay's just kind of looking around up in circles, like, oh wow, this is going to be a great experience. I'm so excited. Like this is going to be fun. <laughs> And it's just the ultimate ass kicking. So I mean, like, you, it's such a learning experience too, when you you look at the way that these guys kind of approached it, and you know, you take it kind of personal too when you spend so much time and you're so invested in it, and then you you know you you're so emotionally drained too when it's over, and you're like, oh shit, what do I have to look forward to now? And then you go back and you look at the fucking behind the mic, and um, you know, it's McVeigh like twiddling his thumbs and not having you know necessarily saying that he was he was more overprepared than he should have been. And he watched too much film. And, you know, it's just a, a combination of, of stuff that really pisses you off. Um, because, you know, it's, you want your guys to be 100% prepared. And I'm not saying that he wasn't. Um, but it just ends up just being a... <laughs> it's like it, it's whipped cream on top of a, of a shit Sunday. It was a sad showing. Just like, I mean, everyone gives the Rams shit for scoring only three points, right? But it Rightfully was... so. It was a low-scoring game. You know, they held – I know someone on Twitter was saying, oh, the Rams could only hold Tom Brady to 13 points in the NFL or in the Super Bowl. And I'm pretty sure, like, that's the lowest score he's ever 
uh, that's ever been allowed against him in the Super Bowl. So I think that's pretty dead. No, it, it, it is. It is the lowest score. And the guy who who said it was a Bears fan, he jumped in and started trolling, and I bodied his ass multiple times. And then he tried to reply and say that he was a uh, a special ed student, and I shouldn't call him stupid. And I I called bullshit. I was like, listen. You got to be kidding me! That's what you're gonna come back at me with? You're gonna you're gonna pull the I'm a special ed kid card and we, you want me to hug you through the phone? Fuck out of here, dude! Hey, he rode the short bus. He wanted to get credit for it. All right. Hey, he hey, sure hey, rode it all right with that burn with that burn that we gave up 13 points, dude. Are you kidding me? That's the best defensive performance in Super Bowl history, other than the other defense that we played. Like. You gotta be kidding me, dude! This is what we gotta deal with on Twitter. So, Tommy, I just got. Or you're hugging him. Send him one of those hugging. So, Tom. Yeah, he did. So, Tommy, I just got word from our sponsor, Krispy Kreme Donuts, that we're gonna play a little game with our guests on the show tonight. The winner gets a free box of Krispy Kreme Donuts. Gentlemen, (laughs) (laughs) gentlemen, can you please guess the size of Matt's bra? What is his cup size? <laughs> the closest he gets a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. If I get it right and I don't get a box of Krispy Kreme donuts, Shut up, Matt. I'm freaking out. Matt, you're talking oh, wow. over him. Shut up. All right. Are we guessing? Uh, <laughs> I was just doing let's music. Let's go with... Uh, Hidden well, answer that, hidden answer that he actually doesn't wear a bra. Oh, uh, Dean. I'll go D. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> he goes big. <laughs> oh my! I, I, I give it now. I give it to Dean. <laughs> I give it to Dean. You are the proud owner of a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. Woo! How are you going to get them that, Brian? you going to fucking Grubhub them that shit? Do you guys even have Krispy Kreme over in your area? No. Yeah, Listen, anything can be shipped. You're going to Amazon that shit to them? We will send, oh, we will send a, a stale-ass stale box directly to you with fucking cream from Matt's boobs. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I once flew from Philly. I once flew from Philly to Los Angeles with a duffel bag full of cheesesteaks in the overhead. A suitcase full of water, right? Uh, water. Hey, hey, I will one up you, Tommy. I once flew to Florida with a duffel bag full of fucking tri tips because you can't get tri tip down there. No, you can't. And when I was in uh, Philly uh, visiting my sister, went to a friend's house for a Mother's Day barbecue, and I went to Costco and bought some tri-tips and barbecued them, and they had never had tri-tip before, and they were losing their minds. It was hilarious. They never even heard of it. Do you, do you do Dean and Nick know what tri-tip is? Oh, no idea. No. Oh my god. There you go. The next time you guys are in LA to come see a game, you got to stop by and I will and I will personally purchase the tri-tip. Yeah, you, you could hit up any of us cuz we all know tri-tip. Me and Matt are from the Central Coast where tri-tip actually got big, so we definitely know about it. 
that's where it's actually from is Santa the Maria Central style. California. Exactly. Try tip you guys eat beef, right? You eat steak? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's beef basically. It's a cut of the cow that a lot of people don't know about that's really delicious and it's a huge chunk of meat. You can smoke it, you can grill it. And it's fantastic. We're trying some tri steep. All right, guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we appreciate it, guys. Thanks for coming on, man. No problem. Thanks for having us. Rams Uncensored, it's a it's a collab. It's like a crossover episode. Yeah, we'll have right. you guys on during the season when the season starts when and we can get some uh some real good juicy football talk going when when there's actually football happening, guys. Exactly. Yeah, sounds exactly. good, my man. We're gonna be out there. We're gonna be out there for the uh, the Saints and Rams game in week two. So if you guys, you know, plan it, we'll be there. Something, we're, yeah, we're definitely gonna plan to all be there. So I definitely home opener. Do we'll blow that tailgate out, baby. Whoop, whoop. Gold lo- gold Hell. lot. Look for Tommy's Camaro. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. Did, did, did you guys like my new game that I incorporated into the show? That was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Sorry. No, that was good. Who are we calling next? Is Are we calling Rick? Are we yeah, calling, we call Rick. Are we calling Tyblo? Hello. Is this Rick? This is Matt from Rams Uncensored along with Brian and Tommy. Oh, bro, you sound like an automated system, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, man. This is a bill collector. I'm going to hang up real quick. Goddamn. Oh, What's shit. Going on? <laughs> <laughs> I am a robot. I have a robot vagina. I'm just going to need your social I security number and your ATM pin. <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's up, Rick? coming on, man. Rick, let me ask you something, man. How'd you, uh, did you, well, first of all, where'd you grow up? And second of all, how did you become a Rams fan? Okay, so I grew up in Miami, Florida, you know, born and raised in the state. Um, how did I become a Rams fan? Um, I think it was like, I don't know how old I was. I, I think I was like, probably like eight or nine. And, you know, I, I met up with a few friends, and, and I was just introduced to the game of football because I used to watch basketball. And so with my mother and everything, basketball and wrestling. So, you know, I got up, I got, you know, to meet a few friends, and we started playing football together and all that. And then that's when I started watching football. So the first game I actually watched was a Rams game. I just, I just can't remember which Rams game it was. But, you know, I just, like, I fell in love with the uniform. So that's like the team that I, you know, I just kept following. I kept following until I got to a point where, okay, I started knowing the names and like when they play and, you know, stuff like that. So it just, from from an early age, that's when I got introduced. So what's the first few names you remember when you did, when you did start becoming a, a loyal, devoted fan, you would say? What were some, some of the names? I, I'm just curious on what, what type of football you were watching at the time. Was it good? Um, the at the time it, they were pretty bad. It was um, uh, shoot. Give give us a it year. Like, give us a year range. I think it was about like I think, I think like about like two thousand two thousand four or something like that. Okay, so the end of like the Mark Bolger, at the end of the Mark yeah. Bolger era, right? Yeah, probably like twenty twenty twelve twenty thirteen. Them them type of. I'm saying 2012, 2002, 2004 time period. That's when they just finished 
the Super Bowl. Right. They just finished going to the Super Bowl, and then they started being sorry. Yeah. Okay, so right when right when Warner hurt his thumb, Mark Bolger comes in yeah. and saves the day, so they fucking ship him off right. to New York like that, that time? Yes, yes, when Mark Bolger, um, I'm saying I'm, when Kurt Warner started playing it uh, for the Giants, and then they drafted, uh, what's the name, yep. uh, Steven Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I didn't get to see that whole era. Like, I, I didn't get to, like, enjoy that era of Marshall Falk and, that you know all the that gritty. I didn't. Are, I didn't right. get. To, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to enjoy none of that. None so, of that. So, little, so little side story about Stephen Jackson. I have a big ass head, but Stephen Jackson's head looks like double my size. I took a picture with that motherfucker. That motherfucker has the biggest head I've fucking seen. Now yeah, we can go back real. to our regularly scheduled content. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> So Rick, how long have you been doing stand up? Uh I've been doing I've been doing stand up for about like three years. For about a solid three years now. And it's like yeah, two how years, do you like the past it? Two years, um I, I like it. I, I really love it. I love making people laugh and it just like, you know and it makes me read a lot more. Because before I was doing stand up, like I, I wasn't reading no books, no nothing paying attention to what's going on. I was just like, you know, just Living life as it is, it makes me pay attention to what's going on more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so you can put your pulse on too. Yeah, I mean, if you can't, you know, if you don't know what's going on currently in the climate of the world, um, in any facet, it's hard to stay relevant when you have a crowd in front of you like that. So now that's a that's a good idea. Most definitely, most definitely. So Rick, Rick, this is Brian. In case you didn't know who I am. you you do know who we all are from Twitter, right? Just by us talking right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just I like the, okay. I just gotta know which which who is who is who. But yeah, yeah, of course. So I'm Brian. Tommy was just talking. Matt's the fucking loud ass that just keeps talking in the beginning about nonsense. <laughs> the, the robot. Is, so, yeah. The, the phone so I, I do I do I do have a question though, and it's about stand up. Okay. So, do you find that? you find more things to make fun of from reading material, like as far as like political, what's going on in the world, or do you find more content for your shows, just making fun of your friends in your everyday life? Um, you find more content just from your everyday life. You, you tr- like, you, that's what like, I thought. The, as, yeah. As far as like the reading and everything, it's like, <clears throat> As far as the reading and everything, it just makes your your jokes sound more intellectual, like where you can like actually give advice while you're making a joke. Like guys like Jerry Seinfeld and Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm right. Guys like that. Like you could tell they, they they really read. So when you hear a joke, it's like, okay, this is funny, but he's really trying to send a message. That's why some comments read. But most of their most of their material is like living everyday lives. Like as okay. they go. And I felt that's the way it would be, because I mean Yeah. I, I get on roles where I just start making fun of my friends. And I was like, damn, I could probably do this for a living. But at the same time, I won't. I leave it to the professional like you. I ain't a professional. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still an amateur. <laughs> so wait, what, so on that note, being an amateur, you say, what's your biggest show? What's yeah. your biggest thing you've done? Uh, the biggest show I've done was, um, it's, it's, it's a place called the Seminole Theater and the, and the Miami Improv. That's the two biggest shows I've done so far this year. Okay. It's a pretty big crowd. 
like about 500 feet. So pretty big bro. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So when you came, uh, Rick, this is Tommy. When you came to Los Angeles recently, um, last minute to get on, and I believe it was an open mic night. Was it at the Comedy Store or was it at the Laugh Factory? It, it was at the Laugh Factory. It was at the Laugh Factory on a Tuesday. Yeah. Next time, Where, that? give us more notice when you're coming out here, and we will all go to your show and support you, man. Okay, my bad. I didn't. I, to be honest, I didn't know it would like you guys would share it and retweet it like that. Cause I'm like, oh wow, like you guys are really like, like sharing it. I didn't. I didn't know because we were just going there just to like perform and I just go back to Miami. I like trust me. I wasn't. I was just too locked in and just too excited. But next time, I'll definitely let you guys know for real. Yeah, which, man. Which one, is, which one is the Laugh Factory? It's the one in Hollywood. The the it's, oh okay. It's one okay. Of, they're both they're both on Hollywood. They're both on Sunset. They're just blocks from each other. Well, I know yeah. there's a bunch of them. That's why I ask. I'm like, obviously, I know the improvs. There's one in Hermosa Beach right by me. There, I mean, there's there's a lot of them. Yeah, the Laugh Factory and the Comedy Store, the two biggest ones in Hollywood on Sunset. The Comedy Store is actually owned by Pauly Shore. Oh, okay. Pauly Shore owns that? Yeah. yeah, he inherited it from his parents. His parents oh. owned it. That's how he... That's how he got into comedy, dude. He grew up in that club. Wow. There's one called the Comedy and Magic Club in Hermosa, right down on the Strip. And I've been there for a comedy show, and they actually get some pretty damn big names in there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You'd be surprised. Have you heard of yeah. Flappers LA, down let's... in Burbank? Rick? Which one? Flappers? Flappers? Who, me? Yeah, Rick. No, I've never heard of no, I... I've never heard of flappers. Okay, yeah, it's uh, it's one down in Burbank. I've, I don't know. There's, there's some pretty big names who play there too. But yeah. I have two guesses what flappers is. It's either Matt's fucking jaw flapping or it's his titties in the wind. No, nah, it's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Rick, do you enjoy our Twitter humor as far as? Uh, we all are concerned with Rams Uncensored. I see you send a lot of laughing emojis, so it's encouraging coming from someone who actually gets up on stage and, and is trying to do it for a living. Um, what do you think of what we're trying to accomplish with Rams Twitter and just lightening it up a little bit and having more fun? I think it's pretty funny, especially when you guys make the – it's a gift that I really like, especially with the words of Rob and um, uh, the other dude, uh, Sly. Or, 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 I think that's his this yeah, oh, fly through. Oh, my God. Those two kill me, man. Those two just completely just kill me, man. It's, I, I think the it. funnest one. I, I think the funnest one I've seen that, and Mark makes all these, by the way, the ones that are at least live gifts. The funnest one I saw is the one with <laughs> Drew, and he looks like he's like a little midget dancing around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely if you uh, if you're on Twitter and and you you poke one of us, one of us bears the hyenas will come swinging and you'll be closing down Twitter in like five minutes. A couple a couple of guys in the hard way, that's for sure. We like to bring it, we but we try not. I mean, we're just having fun with it. If somebody gets upset, it's their own personal issue. We're not really being deliberately disrespectful. We're just having a good time. Whoa, 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 whoa. speak for yourself. 
Brian. Speak for yourself. I will fucking kill a motherfucker on Twitter. I don't give a fuck. Oh, <laughs> well, we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to and come with the, the creative day, comedy. Uh, Brian comes with the knife to the liver comedy. Hey, but at the same time, at the end of the day, I, I go to bed. I don't think about this shit. Some of these kids are fucking talking about it for fucking four or five months later. Oh, my God. Can you believe he called me that? <laughs> Some people take it harder than others, man. That's, that's, that's what social media does to your brain. It fries it, man. How many times have your, has your account been suspended? Uh, this is the, the second time it got suspended. This is the second time. Was, I, I love I it. When your account gets suspended, suspended hey, hey, when your account gets suspended temporarily, you're doing something right, man. So wait, wait, what oh. are you doing to get your account suspended? Because I'm a fucking full on savage and I've never even got fucking anything from Twitter. They've never said a fucking word to me. <laughs> that is true. I w- that's a good point. That's a really good point, Rick. Explain yourself because Brian is the rated R superstar of Twitter, and, and he definitely gets way more in deep than you do. So we would like to hear how you got suspended twice. Okay. I, I, I can't remember the first the first time because it was a while back, but the the last the, la- the latest one I got suspended was because of the Aisha Curry tweet. And the it was basically uh, like, Everybody, I, I like. I try to let people know. Look, I'm a comic, so whatever I put is just like just for jokes. It's not like really I mean it serious. But like a lot yeah. of women took that tweet to be like as if I'm body shaming women. Like you have to be naked to get men attention. I just like you just have you gotta have some type of sex appeal because everybody know Aisha Curry is like this like type of woman of God type of figure. So nobody's not gonna look at you like that. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to a club and be like, oh my God, she's such a uh, church woman, I can't wait to have sex with her. Like, no, nobody, no guy thinks like that. <laughs> so when I when I try to put, <laughs> yeah, I'm being honest. So when I put that, you know, when I put them two pieces together, they're like, oh my goodness, you're you're so trash and this and that. And it was like back every like 20 seconds, it was like 20 notifications coming, coming, and they were telling me, oh, you're trash, this and that, this and that. Oh, you deserve to go to hell. And I'm like, okay, oh. you know, I can't fight them all. So I'm like, okay, I can't get it all. Let me just get a few. So I was like coming back with some crazy. I'm like, yeah. and I, I said like one comment. I said, I said, ho, kill yourself. And then oh. they reported that tweet. I said, oh, oh there yeah. it is. There it is. There it is. That's savage. Hey, that's savage. There it is. They just took it down. <laughs> when I woke up, I fell hey. asleep. I woke up, my Twitter was gone and all this. I'm like, wow, damn, bro. Rick, Rick, I, 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 I feel, Rick, I feel for you because I commented on some fucking dickhead political fucking like TV guy about gun control, and yeah, my fucking mentions went off like every two seconds for fucking like three days straight, and yeah, oh I, I might have said mean, I might have said some mean things back too. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I, I don't think I told anybody to kill themselves, but dude, what if Rick, like a literal term, like you know, I'm encouraging you to commit suicide or something like that. It's just, right? It's just a term that we that we use. Like it's like telling someone to go fuck yourself. We're not literally telling oh, yeah. you to go fuck yourself. It's just this. This is what I. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm saying like, to you. You I, go jump. Go run off a pier and just jump off and just. 
Yeah, yeah that's an old Yoshi. thing. That's an old saying, go jump off a bridge. That's an old saying. Yeah. And nobody ever pissed on that one, right? It's a fucking big deal. Everyone's so sensitive. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Rick, by the way, that, that tweet you did about uh, Aisha Curry was great, and it was clever, and I got the joke, but I love comedy, so some people don't have good sense of humor, so I thought it was great. It is what it is. I, I'm I'm over it now. It's dead. It's in the wind. I get to live, move on with my life. Hey, even if whoa, she whoa, didn't hey. like Velma, she still looks a little. She's. I think she looks attractive. I don't. I mean, hey, she you might get attractive. suspended she from. Is. Right. You might get what? suspended from this uh, podcast. You just said that the tweet is dead. I mean, you telling it to go kill itself? Oh. Uh, <laughs> it needs to, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! All right, Rick. So, are you gonna come out? Hey, Rick, are you gonna come out to a game this year? You come to LA? Um, I'm I'm trying to, but so far I'm focused on trying to go to that Tampa that game in Tampa Bay when they play the Bucks. There you go. I'm really trying oh, to yeah. play in LA. LA. Like, no, no, no. That that game is in Tampa. No, it's no, not. No, it's not. It's it actually in not. LA, I promise. Yep. Hold on, hold on. Don't play with my emotions like that, man. Hold on. Let me oh, check, here we man, go. Oh, you, hey, Rick, you can go to Atlantis. Atlanta's close. Yeah, I'm a season two. Atlanta's I know what you got. Well, that game is in Temple. That game is. That game got to be in Temple. Week three? We're going to get three? the live reaction of Rick right here. Week three is not in Tampa. No, that's oh, at- fuck. it's in it's in LA. Holy fuck, bro! Oh my god! <laughs> and there it is. Crushed. Sounds like Rick Please. needs to fly out for the Tampa game. <laughs> we oh, you can go to the Tampa game. It's going to be a little bit further. You know, I might come to that 49ers game that's in LA on October 13th. Cause my birthday's October 10th anyway. So. Well, there you go. Do it. Come hang out my, with us, I'm, man. I'm bringing, my, I'm, I'm bringing my dad to that game because his birthday is October 12th. Oh, that's what's up. Nice. That's what's up. Do you like barbecue? Yeah, that's what Rick? I'm playing. Oh, man. Barbecue, all that, man. Hot dogs, whatever, man. Have you ever heard of tri-tip? We were talking about this with our last guest. There we guest. go. Have you, do you know what tri-tip is? What is that? Oh. Yep. There, oh. there it is. Tommy, you you do it better than me. I don't want to trip this, mess this up. You go for it. You tell him what tri tip is. Man. <laughs> Rick, <laughs> do you eat beef? Yeah, I, I eat beef. Okay, so it's basically a large cut off of the cow uh, that is not too pricey, and you can barbecue it, you can smoke it, or whatever, slice it, and it's it's tastes like steak, man. It's amazing. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's not bad. Yeah, it originates from Coast. where, it's the West where Coast. we're from, from Central Coast here in, on the West Coast. It's no, it's best known when you barbecue it with oak wood, and you let that smoke really just give it all that juice and taste, and it's ah, it's. Oh, you, you like saying all that juice, don't you, man? You throw some salsa on that bitch. You get a. You get some fucking French rolls. You throw that on the barbecue and toast them. You know what I'm saying? You make a you make it a sandwich, right? But did you say fucking salsa on it? Yes. Yeah, salsa. What's... No. So wait, 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 wait. Tommy's probably never been to Firestone Grill in slow. Tommy's probably never been to Firestone Grill. Have you, Tommy? Yes, I have. 
Well, have you ever had it with salsa? Because when you get the tri-tip tacos, they give you salsa with it. Yeah. Oh, I don't I've never ordered tri-tip tacos. Dude, you have to have it with the salsa. No. No, no barbecue no. sauce. No. Get a dry rub no. and use salsa. Homemade. It's got to be homemade. Some good homemade sauce. I'm well, telling you. Even some well, beans, of course. Some beans <laughs> on that shit, too. Now you lost me. So, Rick, we have a little, we have a little, we have a survey going, Rick. Rick, we have a survey going. We asked the last guys. We asked the last guys. If you get the answer correct, you get a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. That is the sponsor of the show. Okay. What cup size does Matt wear? Like as a bra, Matt, the the guy who called you. What size? If you get closest, you get a you get a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go with a uh, a B cup. <laughs> B cup. No. He's got some big old bitties. It's just fucking funny to hear these people actually give a serious take. Fuck. Uh, fucking shit. Why y'all doing that man like that? Because <laughs> that's what we do. He's jealous we that I can balls. support life. Welcome to Rams Uncensored. <laughs> I have okay. a question. Kai Blow is hitting me up on the other line right now, and he wants to know if we're going to call him for the show. Rick, do you want to go bust on that Kylo kid, Ooh. or do you want us to let you go? It, it's whatever, but I got all night. Oh, you want to hear? You want to hear Brian annihilate uh, Josh live on the line, so you don't got to wait for the podcast. You can just stay on. <laughs> Whatever it will be, I got all night, man. Well, let's do it then. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Hey, Lesbian Seagull. Lesbian Seagull, what's up, buddy? Hey, you can call me Brienne, bitch. (laughs) Brienne? I don't know what Brienne means, bro. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what does that mean? (laughs) Brian Brian doesn't. Hey, Brian doesn't watch Game of Thrones. He still watches '80s reruns of Mammy Vice. He watches gay porn. Fuck yeah, I do. Fucking Don Johnson all day, bitch. Reverend. <laughs> he, just, he, he just said fuck yeah, I do right after I said he watched gay porn. <laughs> yeah, I watch gay porn because I fucking watch you scissor another dude, you fucking fat fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Bring it, Josh. What do you got? I told you you better fucking bring it if you come on the show tonight. Oh, cricket. Oh, my God. Josh over there caught up in his fucking feeling. Hey, hey, so, so Josh, we have uh, Rick, Miami Got Jokes, on the line, too, just so you know. Hey, what's up, Rick? Hey, what's going on, Josh, man? The boy's attacking you right now, huh? What do you say? Dude, Josh's, Josh's words are, like, backed up behind his six double chins. He's, like, trying to get it out, but they're stuttering, <laughs> kind of like when Matt tries to talk shit. Oh, my Matt, God. Matt, Matt's problem is, is he has two bear claws lodged right in this region. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rick, I, I got to say, do, do, we have, do we have enough to join you on stage? I think Tommy can join you for if you come out to LA sometime. Of course, man. You guys sound like y'all can roast 
That's a little roast battle, man. Yeah, the, for you real. I'll just roast. be the MC. I'll be the person that people throw tomatoes at in between, you know? That's for sure. Josh, you sound like a little fucking... Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> of mice and men over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Josh, you do sound young. How old is Josh? Josh, how old are you? 27. Damn, you sound like you like 15, bro. <laughs> 27. Wow, Tommy. Wow, wow. Hey, Josh, Josh, will you give us a physical profile of you? Give us a height and weight. Go. Um, too big. Here, I'll go okay, first. Okay, how tall are you? First. How tall are five, you? Ten, how tall are you? 5'10 and 3 quarters. 260. Ding, ding. Woo! That, now you know he has a deep cut, by the way, Rich. Was that Matt guessing? No, no, no. That was Oh, me. that was Matt. That, that was, was Matt. That was my yes. height and weight stats. Oh, that's Matt's height and weight? Yes. Yeah, we're like the same. Oh. Woo! That got excited. So are you going to settle? Are you guys like lesbian scissors? Are you going to scissor after the show? Next in California. I'm all the way in bumfuck Midwest. Where's bumfuck Midwest? Illinois. I'm like, give, I'm like give 30 a, minutes from St. Louis. Give us an address so I can hide out in the cornfields and stalk you for later. <laughs> we want to stalk Cody. Yo, there's hella cornfields around here, so... Hella? Are you hanging out in NorCal these days? What's hella. going on? <laughs> Did that word just make it to the Midwest finally? Is hella a NorCal thing? It is a very NorCal thing, man. Oh. People well, no, it probably just made Midwest it to the Midwest. Midwest. It probably just made it to the Midwest. No, people have been saying hella since I was like in high school. You're only 27, bro. You know, the- yeah, 27. That's like nine years ago. Yeah. Dude, dude, you guys totally stepped on my joke. Bags, man. We missed it, Tommy. Oh, man. We missed it. Tommy, set us up for the joke, man. We're waiting. Nope. You're fired. <laughs> oh, we're fired. <laughs> I'm paid right now. Tommy, I can't drink now, man. I need that yeah, I literally am. I'm doing it as we speak, smoking. Well, that's all right. I'm drinking a fucking nine percent beer right now. Fuck you, bitches. <laughs> I remember my first beer. Hey, Josh, did you expect the call to be this like this? This uh, what five minutes in now? Uh, <laughs> yeah. About what We're I hey, hey, Josh. So we purposely mucked up this episode uh for everyone out there uh this week that was taking jabs at us we purposely are gonna just piss everyone off and have zero structure and do dick and fart jokes for an hour and a half yeah (laughs) so josh tell us why you get caught in your feelings so much why do i what oh my why do you get caught in your feelings so much (laughs) 
I tell us, tell us about, tell us about how you go and fucking get all pissed off because people talk shit to you on Twitter and then you get all fucking caught in your feelings. Tell us about it. Um, oh, who, what is what is Josh's Twitter name? Kylo. 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 Oh. Kylo underscore registered oh, Kylo, nurse. Oh, Kylo, that's my boy, man. That's my, that's my, that's my <laughs> now he knows who he is. <laughs> Kylo, oh, yeah. <laughs> No, that's good stuff. I'll leave that man alone, man. Come on, man. Kylo's a good dude, man. Kylo positive. He's a positive guy, man. Hey, thanks, Rick. Now, Kylo, get back to your feelings. Tell us how you get caught up in your feelings. <laughs> man, I'm going to play therapist right now. I don't get caught up in my feelings that much. Once in a while, I get in a pissy mood. That's it. I mean, is it that time of month? Did you not take your pill? I mean, what's going on, brother? Oh, man, it's Lord. pretty much just you, Brian. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't understand you talking such a squeaky voice that it didn't come right at my, in me in my ears. I'm sorry. We can't all talk like fucking cavemen with hydrocephaly, Brian. Hydrocephaly. Hey. Yeah, your head yeah. look too motherfucking small for your body, dude. <laughs> 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 hey, I already said I had a big head. It's all right. Oh, Bevo Lottie, I got more head than he got body. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Kylo, <laughs> Josh, yeah. just I one real quick question. Word. Real quick question. So you got um, this like, what the fuck does Kylo even mean? I'm not a nerd. I don't understand these things. First <laughs> off. And then I got another question for you. <laughs> All right, well, I'll answer the Kylo. Please explain Kylo first off. What the fuck, Okay, (laughs) so Kylo is a character from Star Wars, and really, I'm not that big into Star Wars, but I do know the characters. And so when I made my Twitter handle, I put Kylo RN because RN stands for registered nurse. Registered nurse, yeah. So it sounds like Yeah, but what does Kylo have to do with your registered nurse? (laughs) It has nothing. It just sounds like Kylo Ren from Star Wars. That's it. But you said you don't even like Star Wars. No, I like Star Wars. I'm just not like a super huge like Star Wars nerd. So right. why are you naming yourself after a Star Wars nerd then? Because he likes the because fucking sounds... name, Brian. I'm just I'm just asking a question. It's okay. I'm just asking a question. Don't <laughs> attack me. A lot of people do that. that answer answer it. It. I'm really asking because I don't know. I haven't watched Star Wars since the first three. It's just the name. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's literally just the name. It's Twitter, bro. Oh, it's Twitter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, so the next so, so so the next question. The next question. Oh, uh, here we go. Next question. You're 27 years old, right? Yeah. Okay. How old is the Bogue? Is he like 25? No, he's like 22, 23, maybe. Uh, I think I saw on yeah. Twitter somewhere he said he's like 23 or something. He's okay, so he's like twenty. So he's like twenty-three. You're twenty-seven. Who lost their virginity first, and why? Go. Ooh, um, I lost my virginity when I was seventeen. And then, uh, second the question: You lost your virginity when you were seventeen. Did you get married to her? Bam, motherfucker! What does that have to do with anything, Sorry. Brian? Yeah, yeah. Because he got married to the first piece of pussy he ever banged. Oh, and? 
That's true and love, is that, man. Is that, is, this wait, 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 wait. Kylo, that's a good thing because, you know, I, I fucked many girls and they have cut, brought me headache and pain. So, <laughs> appreciate that, bro. Listen, hey, bro, Rick. So hey, Rick. Can fuck your life up, bro. What's up? Hey, Rick, I've fucked many women, and I brought them headache and pain, so here we go. <laughs> that was well, that, too. That, too. Rick said that's true, and it made it sound like he was, like, watching or something in the background. Hey, hey, we've all been down that road, but, hey, Kylo, good for you. It's all good. I'm just fucking with you. But Matt was trying to stick up for you, so I think Matt married the first piece of pussy he ever had too, right, Matt? No, I I didn't actually. And I just Ooh, I'm Kellen. <laughs> she knows. Ooh, is your wife in the bathroom right now? No. <laughs> Where is your wife? I'm gonna rat on you like fucking Henry Hill. You ain't gonna expose anything. <laughs> he got all where, 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 where is your wife right now? She's back here on the bed, chilling, watching some videos or something, I think. Is she hearing about you talking about other women? I don't think she knows. Oh, I wish she heard you talking oh, no. That doesn't sound oh, good from shit. the other end of the phone, by the way. I don't, I don't think she on. knows, but She's if got... she did... She... <laughs> Yo, Yo watch the headphones aren't even on, We don't bro. talk about <laughs> that. We don't talk about that. That's all. Whatever so, that happens to come up, we don't talk about that. The rule of three. Hey, Matt, let me explain something to you. They're always listening, youngster. Remember <laughs> that. I mean, I'm not going to get myself in true. trouble. I don't know what you guys are tripping about. Oh, no, 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 this no. We're not true. tripping about anything. I'm trying to warn the young man. They're always listening, okay? They're always listening. I know, I know. Women are always paying attention, man. Always. Even when you hey, think you're not paying attention. I guarantee you I will walk downstairs after I get off this call and my girl's going to be like, what the fuck were you talking about? <laughs> oh, <Lord>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> guarantee it. Oh, my goodness. So, Josh, we probably can guess the answer to this one with your geographical location and age, but how did you become a Rams fan? Um, so I grew up a Rams fan. Um, my dad was a big Rams fan. Um, my whole family was Rams fans. Um, so I just, I grew up in it, um, started playing ball when I was in the fifth grade. That was the first time that the, uh, the town that I lived in had like a, a little league football team. Um, so yeah, like I was all into football and the Rams were just, I mean, just grew up in it. You guys weren't like Bears fans. You say you're from Illinois. I know that's not too far from St. Louis, and but but, but he's you said close it, to you, know, you were it was part of your family. So was your family originally more from the West Coast or like California? Uh, no. So uh, my my dad uh, grew up in Cahokia. Um, so it's like right there by St. Louis. Um, we lived in Troy when I was a kid. So like about thirty minutes or so from St. Louis. Um, so I don't I don't know like why he was a Rams fan to begin with, but from the time that I you know was able to pay any attention to it, he was a fan of the Rams. Um, I don't know if he just like picked a team when the Rams came to St. Louis and he stuck by that or what. But um, for me, like it was just 
everybody around here was Rams fans because we're way closer to St. Louis than we are Chicago or Kansas City. So, so Josh, what Josh, what I took out of that was you're a Rams fan from the fucking nutsack. Yeah, pretty much. Right, nutsack to the grave. Yeah, so so just like Rick, you grew up a Rams fan during I mean, let's be honest, anyone who's a Rams fan has endured more losing over winning, winning. years. That's for damn sure. We all know that over decades and decades. There's been short spurts of hope for a couple of years and then there'll be a decade of shit. Um but you obviously grew up when they were kind of shitty, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean when <laughs> when they won the Super Bowl, I was like 6 or 7. Um so I mean I remember I remember that whole season. I remember the Super Bowl, but I mean so I remember the were you know, greatest show on turf era, but after that it was like just downhill from there. Were were you at home watching My Little Pony with Matt eating cupcakes? Like you guys sound around the same age. No, I do not watch My Little Pony. Um, I grew up on shit like South Park and all that. So, do you know what and a brony? Well, you said South Park. Josh, Are you like a Power Rangers kid? Power Rangers. <laughs> so funny story. Um, when I was a kid, I got kicked out of a babysitter's because I liked playing Power Rangers, and I beat the shit out of this kid with a stick. God damn. <laughs> Why yeah. are you so angry? Yes, yes, I, got banned. I got banned from the babysitters. Were Were you in your feelings again? Is that what happened? <laughs> I, I don't remember it. I think I might have blacked out or something. I don't know. Uh, Tommy shit. had a question for you. Let's go back to Tommy. I already forgot. I'm stoned, so I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy is That's ripped why out they of his Hey, I, hold on. I got a question for everybody. Why does everybody, why does all rap fans on Twitter defend Corey Littleton so fucking much, man? Why, no, why would know. I defend Corey Littleton? I don't think he is yeah. a prototypical middle linebacker whatsoever, and I will never defend that. I do think that he can have some sc- coverage skills, and he mm-hmm. proved that he was like the number two or number three overall coverage middle linebacker in the game. Where I do like Corey Littleton is he's a fucking Done on fucking special teams. That motherfucker oh, yeah. blocks so many fucking punts when he gets out there. It's ridiculous. But on defense, he's like a total dud. Like he's just he's it's like he's not even there. And people just well, feel like he's well, like just the next best thing. Well, yeah, but you have to realize you had him right next to Mark Barron, who's a little dude too. They had no girth there in the middle. Nothing. They both played safety in college. They're not fucking linebackers. They both play yeah, safe. Right. Like, yeah. honestly, Rick, like I think that uh, Little, Littleton's, like, a good coverage dude, and he's a he's a try-hard dude in the run game, but, like, he's just not very effective there. But, I mean, if you put him next to somebody like, and I'll just say Micah Kaiser because he's, you know, the, the person to look at right now, but, you know, uh, Bo Jr. Uh, just came run, out. A run, a run defending, thumper in the middle. Um, you know, I think that kind of hides some of his deficiencies a little bit. So, I mean, you got to look at it this way too. They're going to run a lot of, you know, three, three, five coverages. There's going to be five defensive backs on the field a lot, just like there always is. You know, you take out Roby Coleman and you put in a linebacker, vice versa. That's basically all they do on defense. You know, is just rotate that out. But 
We don't. So the linebacker position in the middle, we don't need it to be stellar. We just need it to be solid, right? So if Micah can get in there and him and Corey can rotate it out and Corey can get another year at that position, because let's be honest, when you're out there calling all the plays and and all that stuff, you know, for your first time, it could be a little much. And he did okay for his first year. We'll see how he does this year. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he just, okay. We made it to the Super Bowl, of course. Yeah, he's got yeah, good he, lateral quickness. I mean, that's why he's so yeah, yeah, good he's in a, coverage. That's yeah, why he's out there because they, of his crazy. He's got that crazy athleticism to be able to get those block punts. So many block punts over the years too. He's he's kind of a freak out there. That like that's why yeah like like Tommy noted his him playing safety. So I mean yeah. You know, right, right. You had four safeties on the field last year on defense, and hey, you, you know, know the Chargers, four. the Chargers used a defense where they they throw threw in six safeties and left one linebacker in the playoffs and, and clap and clap that offense up. They clapped them up. Yeah, it it's seems like to just they that's the way people are going. Down. Yeah. Well, well, no, no, no. McVeigh clamped himself down because he didn't fucking adjust. No, we're talking about the Chargers and the the Razor game in the playoffs. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. I thought you were talking about the Rams game. I was like, dude, McVay clamped himself. You know, I accept that loss because, like, that's that's Bill Belichick, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, come on, bro. Like, this is McVay. McVay is like, this is the first who was gone first who Come on, dude. He got out. You know what I mean? Not everybody gets lucky, like, yeah, Yeah. of course. Not everybody going to be lucky like Doug Peterson, man. Like, come on. Yeah. That's never going to happen again. When he gets back to the Super Bowl, he's not going to make those same mistakes. He learned from them. He's going to learn from them. Exactly. exactly. Well, they were just talking about that on the radio today. To- Phil, Sims. Phil Sims was on NFL, Sirius XM, NFL Radio today, and he talked about how, you know, everyone knows Sean didn't make any adjustments from the first half to the second half. He didn't change the playbook. And from the whole season, and they figured him out. Just like in 1999, when Tampa Bay played the Rams, they figured out how to stop them, and they did it, and they couldn't do anything. They still won the game and went to the Super Bowl. But if you get figured out, you have to change what you do. That's why Bill Belichick and Tom Brady have so many Super Bowls, because they change what they do all the time. In that Super Bowl, in, in the fourth quarter, if you watch the show mic'd up, Bill Belichick asked his assistants, do you guys have the 15 plays? And they're like, yeah, we got them right here. He's like, get them out. And that's when they drove down the field and took the ball all the way down and scored a touchdown. He had 15 plays set aside that if he couldn't do a damn thing all game, that he was going to use those when it mattered, and he did. That's how you win Super Bowls, you know? Yeah, but those those plays were were kept up too. It just it's just that one big play by Gronkowski just got him. That's what steals the game. That one big play by Gronkowski, and then um that the two the two passes to Brennan. Come on, that's that's just ah oh, that that's not play calling, man. That's just all like I I agree I agree with you, Rick. I think that Brandon Cooks dropped two. I also think that there was two plays in a row. There was two plays in a row to Gronk, not just one. They did the same exact play two times in a row and it just shredded the Rams two times in a row, and that's where the fucking Super Bowl was lost. Exactly. Yeah, and I and, and we could get into semantics about breaking it down in detail, but my point of that conversation was Bill makes adjustments when you need to. Sean didn't. He's young. He's learning. He didn't make adjustments. He just kept calling the same plays he did all season long. 
You know, the problem is the Bears and the Eagles already figured you out. So Bill just took those two films and said, oh, yeah, we got this. Also, the second problem was they didn't use fucking Gurley at all. They didn't fucking try. Gurley was hurt. Gurley was hurt. No, I know. It wasn't no more like halfback screens. Like those were some of our like most deadliest plays. Handback screens, like it was all uh, play action, play action, play action, play action. No running game, no screen. So it's like, come on, no, no, and that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. Like you could tell that that loss, like he was stuck in one mode. He wasn't. He had oh, yeah. nobody to mix into that mode. Yeah, and if if Goff sees Cook like a, like two seconds earlier, that's a touchdown. And if Cook makes a, t- a catch. Oh, that's a he that catch in the corner like a quarter second, bro. Nah, was it that long? I don't know. It's been a long, long time. It it, <laughs> it was like a split second, man. But I mean, he could have got him while he was still running this this this. Scene. Yeah, he could have got him. He could have hit him though. That, that he could have hit him he in still stride hit him. still. Yeah, before he even like settled down in the end zone. Yeah, we would have won that game probably seventeen to ten. That, that should have been the final. Yeah, part. that changes the whole scope exactly. of things. But. It, it, it's also like yeah. Matt when he sees that Krispy Kreme box open, he fucking his arm is already moving as it starts to open. It's like slow motion, man. Dude, the thing of beauty, you can't fucking stop it. That hot and fresh sign is on. You gotta go. So, Josh, brought to you yeah. by our sponsor, Krispy Kreme. We have a question for you tonight. What cup size does Matthew Herrera wear? And if you win, oh, no. you get a box of Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Take a guess. No, no, no. You, you, can't, you have to guess, man. I have to guess? Yep. You said you were about the same size. What cup size do you wear, bro? I don't have a cup size, bro. All right, bro. Oh, I do. Up. I got some jugs. Matt, what are you, like a B36? <laughs> oh, he even got there with, like, that chest. <laughs> Those are some little bitties. Yeah, he, he's more like he's more like a 42D. <laughs> no, I mean, some, some people carry their weight differently, so I don't know. I don't know where you carry your weight. Are you an ass man? <laughs> No, my my gut. Always, whenever I see a dude that's like dumping in the lower end of his body. Oh my god! Oh my god! Hey, 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 y'all know you've seen like dudes walking around and they and they're they're overweight, but a lot of their weight is in the lower half of their body. You're just looking at them going. Man, you need some testosterone, bro. Because <laughs> when guys usually gain weight, they just gain it up top, and they look like Mr. Potato Head with their fucking chicken legs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are uncensored for real. Now. Yeah. <laughs> we don't mess around here, Rick. So nobody won Krispy Kremes tonight, and the reason why is because everyone was too fucking nice. That's how it works. Dude, Matt's an F cup, everybody. Let's get let's get real. Oh wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's a big that is... <laughs> That's work, man. Hey Josh, you gonna come visit us this year in Los Angeles? I don't think I'll be able to afford to get out there this year. Come on, man. 
Hey, y'all want to find me out, I'll be happy to come and hang out. Right? Right. We'll get it. We'll get. We'll get. Chris, we'll get Krispy Kreme to sponsor your tickets. <laughs> if there's a way for me to get to LA and see the Rams at the Cali, I'm there. Hey, Josh, well, I'll is, reach out to know. the LGBT community. I will reach out to the LGBT community and I'll see if they find a way to scissor your way out, man. Oh man. Hey. 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 Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing gay about getting your dick sucked, Brian. Use the one gay for sucking my dick. Oh, Lord. What? What? <laughs> you want a cock meat sandwich? Yeah, you want a cock meat sandwich, bro? Re- somebody, got the, somebody got the reference. Thank you. Hey, 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 hey Josh, though. <laughs> let, 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 let's be real, bro. That's a fucking strap-on, man. That that ain't real. <laughs> I don't know, hey, man. I'm going to say I'm this. kid proves wrong. Rick and Josh... This is the last year, although every time I drive by the new Inglewood Stadium like I did today, I still think they're behind schedule, but we'll see. (laughs) This is supposedly our last year at the Coliseum. You cannot let it ride before they go to Inglewood and say you've never been to a game at the Coliseum to watch the Rams. Oh, I'm I'm coming this year. I'm catching one game this year. Best believe that. Best believe that. I'm going to catch one game this year. See, he's coming, but Josh is too much of a bitch. No, see, I work weekend option at the hospital, so that's part of the problem. Well, the season don't start for a long time. You better put in that vacation request now. Dude, you want to tell your wife? You make millions of dollars, dude. You can afford it, bro. Tell, tell, tell the wife. Tell the wife you're coming out for the Tampa Bay game with Rick. Because that's apparently not in Tampa. And you need a pass. You need a free pass. No wife, no kids. Get on the plane with a backpack full of booze and now, let's I, I party. I might have to come with my girlfriend. She, gonna want, she doesn't want to come. My girlfriend doesn't want to come. So I got to buy tickets for two. Bring some so the girlfriend's oh, coming. Yeah, she's going to – yeah, more like she's going to want to come. Like she's not going to want to – like like before – last time I came to L.A., she wanted to come, but – I was like, you know, this is just a business trip, like, so, you know, just to perform and stuff like that. But now, like, with the game and everything, especially for my birthday, she's gonna, she, of course, she's going to want to come with the, the Rams game with me. Right on. I'm okay with it. Thank you for joining us today, gentlemen. We appreciate it. No problem. Thank you, yeah, man. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hold on to your penises and your strap-ons. We're about to scissor through the universe. Good night. People like to just hear people fucking talk shit. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. The NBA is back. Where else can a city this loud be this left on? And 30 feet is still in range. Where else is history still in the make? The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.